Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is a crowd podcast. What's occurring, bud? Oh, what's occurring, mate? It's uh, well, all going off here. The Giro that just keeps on giving, mate, or taking away, actually. Mate, it's just for all the wrong reasons a lot of the time. Hang on. It's been such an exciting race, but a lot of the time for all the wrong reasons. So I'm going to start with asking, how are you, mate? Um, I was lucky today, to be fair. Um, Obviously... If you don't know where have you been, but there was a big old crash and it wasn't even that big. We weren't even going that fast. And uh, Covey, guy from UAE, was next to me. He went down and basically took me out and I landed on top of him. Um, I basically got a tiny little scratch on my hip and a little cut to my ankle, but nothing basically. And I was straight back up. Looked behind, saw Roglic was, had been on the floor. I saw Teo on the floor, Pavel behind him. Um, as one of them, he just jumped straight back on the bike. I was still in the peloton, so um, yeah, I was straight at it, yeah, and, and and got going. And then we were just waiting on the radio to hear an update on Teo because yeah, he didn't look great to be honest. And um, apparently, immediately he said to Tosato, the DS, when he came over to him, he said that his leg was broken. Um, and then. Um, yeah, he, he he went off to hospital. Pavel continued, but was out the back of the group. So he did the last 50-odd K on his own. Um, I saw Roglic at the finish, and he had a nasty little cut on his hip. Dead fleshy, you know, so I think he having some stitches in that. Um, so, yeah, quite a... And as I say, we weren't even going that fast, really. Like, obviously, we were going downhill. It was, you know, but it wasn't, like, crazy... We'd expect such carnage like that, but um, yeah, 
nothing against Kobe either, by the way. Like, it's just one of those things, isn't it? It's not like he went out to fall down and take everyone out. No, exactly. It's just one of them, you know, you're going down a descent and uh, shit happens. But, yeah, it seems like Teo has broken his leg. Um, femur, I believe. So that's going to be a long battle back. So I think just we can say get well soon, mate. Yeah, you know, he looked the form of his life. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a long road back. But, you know, people have done it and I'm sure he'll do it. Um, so starting on a bit of a sombre mood, really, to see a... It was horrible to watch, you know, as as usual, the camera stayed on him for too long, even to the point of showing him getting in the back of an ambulance and uh, just to see a teammate and a friend still on the deck, clearly in a lot of pain, made for pretty shit viewing. So, um, yeah, get well soon, buddy. Yeah, I'm sure it was uh, horrible to watch, especially like for his friends and family as well back home, you know, seeing that it's just a bit, it's not nice, is it? Like, obviously... You know that he's like okay, as in you know, but still to see him in pain, it's uh, yeah, not the nicest. But um, yeah, and it was kind of hard because you know we get stay in the peloton and then it comes on the radio that you abandoned the race and you're thinking, oh man, it must be for you know a reason. You know he must be in pain and um, we just have to try to refocus. You know, and um, we went back to the front and we all stick together and um. Then there was that other big crash. Well, I don't know if it was big. I'm guessing it was, but right next to me, mate, I was so close to coming down in that as well. Um, Gavaria, I'm not too sure what happened, but he was on my right and basically I had my foot out and was kind of just basically keeping myself upright by stepping on his back, basically. Um, and yeah, big old crash. And then we all just rolled into the line because it was, it was under 3K to go. But... Um, Man, said before, it's just one thing after the next, isn't it, in this race? Like, mate, that crash. So I think it was one point seven, one point eight k to go, and you were right at the bottom of the footage, and I seen the crash, and I was like, "Fuck!" Kath came running. What's happened? What's happened? And I just couldn't tell if you'd crashed or not. It was you were right at the bottom of the image, and the guy directly to your. You've, to your right or to your left? I don't know. Either way. Right, yeah. Went down. I was like, he's li- yeah, to your right. And there's a traffic car wasn't there. And um, yeah, I messaged Sarsi as he gone down and she said no, luckily. But uh, mate, you were very close to that. But we'll just have a short break and give you a minute to consider your answer. And it's regarding your, on a lighter mood, because you started on a somber mood, regarding your sudden increase in pink memorabilia we'll be back in just a minute sick of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Be still my strength and so, gee, um, we spoke just two days ago and you were like, ah, just, just wear the jersey in it, just wear the jersey. I thought, oh, you know, we had a bit of an, not an argument, a bit of a conversation. You know, I was going to go full Pink Panther when I get in pink next year and you were like, nah, just the jersey, mate. I get back from training, turn the TV on and I see Geraint in his pink jersey, lovely, uh, his pink helmet. His pink socks and his pink mitts. <laughs> Quick increase, mate. What's, what's the yeah. story? Well, I'm. Yeah. I mean, sorry. Can I just say one more thing? It's not a criticism. I fucking rate it. But go on. <laughs> yeah. No, I just thought. Oh, sod it. Yeah, I might as well get the helmet on. Um, if I got the helmet, on, I might have. This, might as well have the mitts and the socks as well. You know. But um, it just looks like a big giant bell end on top of my head, doesn't it? A big pink thing. <laughs> <laughs> but um oh. no i was i was like yes sod it, i'm gonna wear it and um it felt good wearing it to be fair and the day you know taking out the obvious um <laughs> it was um it was a nice day for <laughs> Sorry, it today the g- <laughs> you gave me the giggles now <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um yeah yeah, the weather was pretty good until this bloody it would start raining at the end for this descent. But um Yeah, it was it was a nice day. It was fairly chilled. Like and we were lucky as well, the breakaway because basically how fast we go depends on the breakaway, doesn't it? And the bunch didn't want to give them too much time. Luckily there was six guys, um, so decent and they were turning and you know, pretty quick, so we were riding quite quick behind and it just made the day a bit quicker because it was two hundred and nineteen K the longest stage of the race so if it was just one or two guys it could have been a hell of a day but um yeah luckily the brake rode pretty fast we rode fast behind and um yeah got the k's done pretty quick but jaco attacked at the end as well up this 2k climb i was just thinking what are you doing like i get it you're trying to put some of the sprinters like in the hurt box maybe drop them but it's 40k flat after that and they went so hard that it was only shit Garner on the front with Eddie behind him. It's like, well, those two aren't going to keep riding, are they? Sorry, I can't call him that. He's a good rider. But Zana was on the front. But like, <laughs> and then, um, what's his name? Uh, DeMarkey comes up and it's just a bit like, boy, he's like, Phew. now you're going flat out down a descent. Like, you know, after what had just happened Again. on the last one, I was just thinking, oh. Don't really need this, boys. And but you know, 
they weren't crazy to be fair though they went down fast but it wasn't it wasn't stupid and then yeah they kind of stopped them when they realized they didn't really have the manpower to keep it going um and then uh it all came down to that sprint another massive crash and uh i just saw the sprint back just before i came on and um this milan came from so far back did you see the the bahrain dude i did mate super impressive and just to rewind, you know when Mitchelton went, I was thinking, right, this is good for Gina. You know, if like, I always try and see the race through your eyes because it's what we're going to talk about that evening or whatever. And I was thinking, right, if this can be like 50 guys instead of 150, this is good. But like you say, with 40k flat and the commentators yeah, saying headwind as well. Yeah. yeah, and with headwind, it's pretty optimistic. But um, yeah, that Milan... Wow, like he lost it by a couple of centimetres and he come back from 10th position from the last corner. And but mate, I was screaming at the TV. I thought this was Cavs. I honestly, I, the way Mads launched out the corner, Cav was yeah, second, he went early, off. didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Cav was running downhill, but um wasn't to be third place, but... He's going to get his stage, mate. He, Cav is going to get a stage. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've, bef- before we move on to yesterday's stage, I've got a stat for, from uh, today. Yeah. Yesterday, you were the ninth oldest... Le- uh, oldest... Hang on. Yesterday, you were the ninth oldest rider to ever wear a leader's jersey in the Grand Tour. No way. Today... Today, you moved up to the eighth oldest rider, <laughs> uh, passing, passing Sveintuft by a day. So, yeah, you're the Blimey eighth Charlie. oldest rider to ever wear a Grand Tour leader's jersey. Well, that's a, that's start, a good start, isn't it? Yeah. Who's the oldest? Chris Horner in the Vuelta 2013. Oh, he won it, yeah. How old was he? he 40, won wasn't he? 41. Jesus. And then he couldn't get a contract, yeah. did he? No, I, I, I was there. Yeah, he won, he won the Vuelta and, uh, for Ra- uh, Radio Shack. And yeah. Yeah, didn't get a contract. Wow, but you're going to have to send me the list up. later. I'll see how what the possibilities are of moving up even further then. I think this, uh, this Giro, you can't move up anymore. But mate, it's always next year. There's always the year after. <laughs> Keep oh, it up, son. <laughs> um, uh. Oh, also one one more thing from today I got written down. Quick step down to three men. Let's just pull that in pers- yeah, into mate. perspective. What is it? Three, four days ago, they were on top of the world. Pink jersey. You know, Remco's just won the TT. They got full full squad. Remco goes home. This morning, four more guys, DNS with COVID. They're down to three men. Madness. It is crazy, isn't it? We were talking about um, when, I don't know what they were at the time, Green Edge, but they finished one race with just one guy. But I think... The Giro. It was... Was it a Giro, was it? Yeah. And uh, they all sort of started falling away, I think, a bit closer to the end, whereas now we're pretty much just over halfway. Can you imagine being on the bus now, thinking we got another week and a half, just the three of us, like... Or could be even less by the end. With the, it's mad. 
at least you've got plenty of space for your bags. Um, trivia question. Do you know who the one rider was for Mitchelton? Green Edge. Was it Happy? It was. Michael Hepburn. Yeah. It was indeed. Anything else from today or should we recap yesterday? Dive into yesterday, shall we? Yesterday was hectic as well. Like, because, you know, wearing a pink jersey, you have these images of like, you know, riding in the Italian sun and, you know, yeah, half pink panther going on. But, mate, all rugged up. Zap, it was freezing at the top. Like, so I was trying to change my into my big ring and it wasn't working. And, um, Pavel was behind me and he could see me pushing the button. He was like, Yeah, mate, it's not working. So, Pucho was at the back. He had just got a jacket or something. So, Pucho stayed at the back. I went to the back, changed my bike. As soon as I changed my bike, Diego, the mechanic, Katso, G, it's working, it's working, G, Katso. I was like, Well, just give me my spare bike anyway now. So, jump on the spare bike, pushes me off. And then it's like 3K to the top of this climb. It's like 1500 meters altitude. And uh, then it's a long, long descent. And uh, I was just going past so many guys that just stopped on the side of the road. Like, uh, I just don't understand stopping to put clothes on. Like, that's when it's like, I don't think it was that bad. It was bloody cold, don't get me wrong. But I don't know, like, you can do everything on the go, can't you? Apart from maybe put leg warmers on. And you don't think you need to put leg warmers on. But anyway, a lot of guys were stopping because they were, well, they'd obviously got that cold that they needed to. So, um, and then I was like, went past Puccio and Puccio was in the hurt box. He was like suffering with a cold. So I just went straight past him, got up to Swifty, Swifty, similar situation on the back of the group. Just went straight past him. Like, it's like, I've got to get to the front because I don't want to start this at the back. Anyway, get to like top 20, managed to get back to the boys All good. Turns out Swifty, at the back of the group, the group split. He never came back, lost, lost 11 minutes. So I was like, Jesus, that was a close call. Oh, Imagine so if I just sat with Swifty so he, thinking, oh, I'll be all right. He was with um, Jay Vine then, because he lost a heap of time. Yeah, Jay Vine actually crashed, I think, on the descent. Um, oh, radio. Yeah, he's had a fair few what? crashes here, actually. But, um, but on this descent as well, right, Caruso, he's older than me, so he's bloody old, right? He must be 38. He attacked full gas with Milan and this other dude. And I was like, where are you going? The, the brakes are four minutes. There's three of you. You're riding GC. Milan's riding for Ciclamino, points jersey. And you've got one other dude. And you're going flat out down here and it's 70k a flat to go. Like, where are you going? And Pavel followed them. Or like, you know, Pavel's just young and, he, and keen and followed them. The rest of us stayed together. No one could talk on the radio. No one could feel their hands. No one could, you know, press the button. Turns out Milan crashes into a wall. Pavel crashed after that. And uh, we caught them the very next little kicker at the bottom of the descent. And I was just like, we should have just left them out there to just kill themselves for 40k on the flat, you know, because there's a heap of GC guys in the bunch. Everyone wanted a bunch sprint. There was a ton of sprinters there wanting to ride. I was like, it just baffled me. What what were they thinking? Attacking down there? Well, one of my notes was actually just Bahrain question mark. So, I mean, I haven't really got a good answer for you. And it comes <laughs> yeah. to the point. It comes to the point where, you know, 
sometimes, you know, risk is is worth it for the reward. And, you know, a sprinter might take that risk with 100 meters to go in a big race. You know, uh, a rider might take a big risk down uh, the Poggio to win Milan San Remo, but that's big risk for no reward in the end and the chance of reward very, very slim. It just doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And the You're amount of energy they would... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, energy is one thing, but then, you know, safety and... Like you oh, say that sure, Milan mate, crashed. Yeah. I mean, it was if it was a little bit worse, he wouldn't have been there today and he was two centimetres off winning the stage. Risk versus reward, it's not worth it. So I can't answer your question. I can just agree with you and just leave it as Bahrain question mark <laughs> yeah because even like yeah the, surely the whole team knew about it and some guys in the team obviously chose not to do it because otherwise there'd be five six seven of them doing it but like Jack Haig was still in the group like you know he didn't do it probably got a few yeah, brain mate, cells I mean, left yeah yeah baffles me um, another thing I've got written down, well, actually, I'm going to combine two of my points here. So I wrote rain all day, like, like we spoke about, horrific day. But there was a lot of talk on uh, Twitter before the stage started about potentially shortening the stage and making it 70k. Obviously, yeah. it didn't develop and it didn't happen. But what's the, what's the inside scoop there, son? Mate, we were just like, if it is like minus two what people were saying super windy everyone's gonna be wet and cold then you know we were just like we'll we'll go with the majority you know like with the cpa with the union and everything we'll do what the majority want to do um but in the back of our heads we were just thinking right boys just prepare to do the whole stage like don't get drawn into all this what's happening and blah 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 because you know what it's like suddenly you're hoping for something and you think something's going to happen and then it's like, no, we're doing the whole thing. And it's just like, mentally, it's a bit of shit, isn't it? And I don't know, it's like, I get the whole safety and extreme weather protocol. That's great. And it does, it is there for a reason, does work. But then to start saying like, oh, just make a circuit at the end, like you've got to come from an organiser's point of view as well. Like, how are they going to do that? In like, this is, less than an hour before the start of the stage. Oh yeah, okay, we'll we'll just make a little 3K circuit in Via Reggio now, which will be just as crazy, probably more crazy, like when you talk about risk worse. and reward. Yeah, yeah. So like we were fully, if it is crazy, crazy weather and it's bad, like, you know, for instance, Formula One's not happening in Imola this year, but I think because yeah, it's flooded. That. So, you know, they've had so much rain in Italy. But, like, if there's a proper, genuine concern for, you know, it's going to be, like, crazy conditions for the riders, then, yeah, totally. But, I don't know, you've you got to be a bit more wise with it as well, I think. But we definitely need to stick together, though, as riders. Cause, um, but it's just, if some are too extreme, one way or the other... Because um, it works both ways, you know. If you have a guy like Neasy used to be, hey, guys, it's only 40 degrees, 100 mile an hour winds, but no, it's okay, let's go, huh? let's go. You know, like, <laughs> calm down, Neasy boy. Yeah. But um, but then if you go the other way as well, then you're asking for 
too much and like silly stuff then you know but I think is I think you know the approach we should take is there's a difference between um, okay it's cold it's grim it's miserable you know it's very cold very grim very miserable get on with it but if that leads to a safety concern then it's different yeah which I don't know it's easy for me to say armchair critic but it didn't look dangerous it looked very cold it looked very horrible it looked very grim but which leads to da- more dangerous conditions but we can't just stop play every time it's horrible conditions yeah. although so it's that balance isn't it to be fair going over the top of that climb I couldn't feel my hands I was like shit I'm gonna have a Rom and D 2.0 now <laughs> when I couldn't feel my hands and I just wasn't holding the bars and just crashed myself yeah. but um one other thing when we were back in the valley um i was like oh finally i can have a have a pee now start peeing i, I oh, told the plus i was like oh mate you beat me to this mate that was my last talking point we were 10 seconds oh. away we were 3 seconds away from seeing your pecker <laughs> well, i was just looking at him i was like it's pretty obvious what i'm doing like but anyway i was going to say something a bit different but so I get to Plusky to push me. He's like, hey, the group's not bigger. There's only 55, 50, uh, 60 guys there. I was like, yeah, it's fine. And so it takes me a while to get going. Start going. And he's like, hey, gee, there's only five guys left. Huh? Hey, come on, man. We're going to be out the group. Huh? Oh, gee, come on. You need to stop. Huh? Gee, gee. And I was like, mate, like, there's some cars as well. There's, like, there's, a, there's a convoy. We'll be all right. Oh, gee, no, no, no. Gee, we got to go, man. We're going to be dropped, man. And he was like, he was stressing so much, just Belgian, Diplusky, like. (laughs) Anyway, so we get behind the Movistar car. I had to stop just to keep him bloody sane. Still had half a bladder full of piss. And, um, but then, it's not funny, but Postal Burger crashed with um, Bargill. And uh, we were behind the Movistar car, behind the Commissaire, managed to go through the gap and like, you know, I just see the bike fly across the road. It's like, oh, man. And then I just hear the plusky behind. I told you, G. I told you, man. I told you this was going to happen. I was like, mate, how often does someone just crash on like a straight road like this? It just shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> mate, he was so stressed. He was so like, but anyway, it was all good in the end. And I, I was just like, we got back to the group and I was like, mate, let's just take a breather now. Just chill out. I took my hat off and stuff and he was just there riding in front of me just told him to count to 10 then we went back to the front and carried on but mate the Pluska absolutely loves it so our our what's occurring ambassador is on uh, on tender hooks <laughs> yeah mate he doesn't like uh, pushing me when I have a piss anyway yeah Lawrence we know you're listening because you're an ambassador an avid fan just just chill out son be alright let the man let the man have a wee. At least he's not doing it on people this time. Golden showering, <laughs> just you know, let the man do his thing. But mate, let's, exactly, uh, all well behaved. We still have to get Lawrence on next time as well. Yeah, when we have a bit more time, like it's just yeah, you know what it's like the Grand Tour. It's all pretty mad. So an eventful few days, but um, I think priority has to be. You know, our thoughts with Teo, just to, you know, kind of recap on that, you know, nasty bump and um, Teo, thought, thinking of you, mate, speedy recovery. But, you know, on a more positive note, G, still in pink, slowly but surely turn into the Pink Panther. 
he's got a bit of work to do to get to my level, but he's still got time. Um, so good luck for the coming days, mate. Keep doing what you're doing. And hopefully we'll be back in a couple more days with Dupluski. Ciao, ciao. See you later, buddy. Sweet. Ciao for now, mate. Ta-da, boy. Place where you belong.